It's worth knowing what's really going on. This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Donald Trump has been indicted in Atlanta. We have so many court dockets to follow, but we haven't really seen anything yet. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has covered every moment of this historic case. I've been writing about this investigation for two and a half years. Our team is led by reporters Bill Rankin and Tamar Hallerman. Follow our coverage on AJC.com and listen to new in-depth episodes of the award-winning podcast, Breakdown, the Trump Indictment, only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. You all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. This, my friends, is Access Atlanta. It's a new podcast that shares the best things to do, see, eat, and experience. Welcome to Access Atlanta. I'm your host, Shane Harrison, and this week I'm here with Wendell Brock, who uh, is a James Beard Award-winning writer, um, a former AJC staffer, and a frequent contributor to the pages of the AJC. Welcome. Well, thank you, Shane. Good to be here. It's great to have you. And uh, you you write a lot about food for us and other folks, but you've also done a lot about theater. I've been doing it since 2001. Wow. So, yeah, quite a while now. That's <laughs> and so that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, we're here to talk about the theater. Yeah, the theater and the upcoming season, exactly. um, which generally launches in fall, but of course a lot of people have started launching their seasons earlier than that, too. Yeah, people program year-round now. Yeah. And um, there are places like Serenby Playhouse and Aurora Theater Company that have shows going on right now as we speak. Right. So um, Serenby is, you know, it's not technically next season that we're here to talk about. Right. But we might as, you know, it's right. just, to me, it's just, it speaks to how the system has changed because in the old days, it was a subscriber-based system to sell tickets and people would mm-hmm. start their season in the fall and run it through the spring and then they would right. take summer off and they would sell subscription packages. And yep. I think now people do things more last minute and they buy tickets online last yeah. minute and the world is changing and people right. program theater all the time. Well, so, yeah. you know, Serenby, who would have thunk it, started this, you know, playhouse out in the Serenby community south of town. They do it in the summer. It's always outside. It's mm-hmm. always site specific. And so right. point with a, that I was trying to make is they're doing hair right now for the right. for the second time ever. Right. So yep. should be hot in more ways than yeah. So, <laughs> right. So, but, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's and um, Actors Express I think has already started their season with with a new Go Go's musical. Right, right. So that Head Over Heels. Yes, Head Over Heels, that's yep. right. Starting right right now as we speak. Yeah, that's an unusual one. I, I was just uh, looking up uh, things about that because it's. Uh, I was doing our calendar. That's and, our era. Yeah. I and, mean, don't you remember when yeah. those records oh, came out? And I yeah. knew every song and yeah. played yeah. it when I was getting ready to go out to the disco. Yeah. <laughs> that play actually, like, it's, it's you know, you might think it's a, a one of those jukebox musical things, but it's not. It's like based on a, a 
16th century prose poem. It's really odd that they, you know, they wow. put yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they put Gogo's music with this, yeah, you know, they found some way to connect all that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really interesting. It's so uh, um, so yeah. Actors Express is doing that, and it, it only closed on Broadway in January. So uh, yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it. So. Yeah, the the thing about this this upcoming season, it's like uh, you had mentioned that um, there have been a lot of changes, especially in the leadership. Yeah, of it theaters. seems like. That's a that's a definite sort of pattern that's happening now, and it's inevitable. You know, as, mm-hmm. as people get older and they want to do something different with their lives, and um, like I said, I've been reviewing theater since two thousand one. <laughs> you know, I mean, change is good, but uh, it it is kind of a, a pattern that started a couple of years ago when Robert Farley at George Ensemble Theater. Two years ago, he announced that he was stepping down, and right. before the season could barely get started, he passed away, which right. was very sad. Yeah. And he was such a, a great guy. And his wife, Anita, has taken over their theater company. Mm-hmm. And um, she's really interested in, in, you know, programming work about about women. And um, I, I think she's doing a good job. They're opening their season with Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, right. Tennessee Williams classic. Yep. <clears throat> it's directed by James Donatio and his daughter, Kate, Mm-hmm. Is starring as Maggie the Cat, right? Joe Sykes, who's been he's a great actor. He's been in a lot of plays by Steve Yockey, is playing Brick, mm-hmm. the uh, sort of conflicted Brick. Yes, and yes. Topher Payne will be playing. Um, Topher is a local playwright. He'll be playing Brick's older brother, oh, the one I did responsible not know that. for the No Neck Monsters, I believe. But um, Topher has has. He's a playwright, and he's written a number of plays yeah. that have been <clears throat> that have had their premieres at George Ensemble. So I think it's nice to see them build that relationship with mm-hmm. somebody you might not expect. Who's like a younger gay playwright who's right. doing work in Roswell. And as we look ahead to the, you know the next generation of leadership, I mean, you cultivate good people like right. that. So yep. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, and it'll be fun to see him on stage. Yeah, because he yeah. Yeah, he spends so much time uh, writing these days yeah, that he doesn't yeah, do that right. quite as often that's as he used right. to. Yeah, and I think in some of my reviews, I kind of I compared him to Tennessee Williams because he sort of he understands writing about women. He writes yep. a lot about women. He mm-hmm. feels an affinity and a, a connection mm-hmm. with with women characters. Right. And there's definitely a, a sort of a, a southern. Oh yeah, he's to from Mississippi. His work, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. So that's interesting. And then the the. Um, Second bombshell, I believe, was last year when Kenny Leon said he would be stepping down right. from the company he founded, True Colors Theater. Um, he's a, a busy Broadway director, and, mm-hmm. and um, his replacement has been named. He's a guy who I've not met yet, but I look forward to covering him. His name is Jamil Jude, um, and he's also focusing this year on on black women, so most of the plays he's doing this coming season are by black women playwrights. Right. And they're opening um, September 24th with a play called Paradise Blue by Dominique Morisseau, who's a um, McCarthy Genius Grant winner. MacArthur. Yes, thank you, thank you. Get get a little nervous when I get on on the podcast. Um, So they're doing, She's written a trilogy of plays about Detroit, and they've done a couple right. of them already, and they're doing 
mm-hmm. the third one. I don't think they're doing them in the right order necessarily, but that's fine. People right. do that all the time. It's called um, Paradise Blue. Yeah. And then I know I'm just uh, taking over, taking over here, but it is no, to continue fine. about the leadership yes. changes. Um, uh, Tom Key has announced that he's stepping down from theatrical outfit, mm-hmm. and it'll be a story, a news story to watch because they said they'll name a successor by the start of their season, which mm-hmm. is at the end of August. Right. So that's that's kind of a, a you know that was that's an interesting development. He's right. A, when you think of Atlanta theater, Tom oh, yeah. Key and Kenny Leon. I yep. mean, you know, so yeah. um, so it's a real change going on. Yeah. But um, I think one of the more interesting projects of the new season is um, what Theatrical Outfit is doing. They're doing the Laramie Project and Thornton Wilder's Our Town right. in rotating repertory, which means right. they use the same company. Yeah. And they're both plays about about towns and about love and death mm-hmm. and, and all the great eternal themes. And yeah. um, Clifton Gutterman, who directed the play about James Beard, um, this past spring will be directing Laramie Project. Right. And David Crow is directing Our Town. Our Town, I mean, I think it's one of the great plays ever. Right. It, it, it gets to me emotionally mm-hmm. every time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's really smart the way they've, they've right. ended those. Yeah, I think that's and, a that's a fascinating juxtaposition, yeah, those yeah. two. And they're doing some interesting casting. Mary Lynn Owen, who's a wonderful, wonderful stage actor, she did the play about bread at the Alliance last season. It was, oh, right. it was like a memoir, mm-hmm. but she made bread on 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 stage. But she, she will play the stage manager in our town. It's usually played by a man. Mm-hmm. And she'll play a variety of roles in Laramie, but she'll also play the playwright, Mwazas Kaufman. Yeah. So that'll be an interesting kind of, you know, twist yeah. way of looking at it. So, huh. yeah. Well, and I'll be reviewing both of those for the paper. Awesome. So. So, yeah, that kind of covers the leadership thing, but I think right. it's an interesting time. And good leaders plan for the future. Yeah, and, I mean, it's, you know, you could think of it as a, a loss for Atlanta theater, but, you know, it's they've created so much, um, and I'm sure that their successors will, you know, just continue their work. And, Absolutely. Uh, you know, yeah, they've planted the seeds, and, and that'll just go on. I was I meant to mention this earlier, but when Laramie first um, premiered in New York, Ben Brantley wrote this. This was in 2000. He said, and this could be something that could be excerpted. And could, I'm talking to the producer now. It right. could start yeah. our interview if I can read it well because it's yeah, really yeah, yeah. beautiful. Ben Brantley wrote in 2000, Laramie is a latter-day Grover's Corners, a cozy place where everyone appears to know everyone else's business and actually finds comfort in this. The Laramie Project is our town with a question mark, as in, could this be our town? It can't happen here, followed immediately by, and yet it has. Huh. Wow. So. Yeah. Seemingly, there might be some theme to this season. Yeah. There's a lot of gay material, which I think is interesting. Yeah. Um, I I think... um, you know about Becoming Nancy, which is opening the, the Alliance season. It's kind of set in our era. Right. <laughs> South yeah. London, 1979, a, a 12th grader who um, loves Blondie and Kate Bush gets cast as Nancy. 
kind of to his in, surprise in Oliver. Oliver. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a there's a kind of love interest. So keep your eye on the football captain. Yeah. Um, so it's a kind of a sweet coming of right. age love story. It is a world premiere. It's directed by Jerry Mitchell is the director, and he has quite a track record directing and choreographing on Broadway. He did Hairspray as choreographer. He directed and choreographed, I believe, Legally Blonde, Kinky Boots, and the 2005 revival of La Caja Fall, which Speaking happens of. to be coming to Atlanta. Right. By, um, it's being produced by Outfront Theater, which as far as I know is the only Atlanta theater that serves the LGBTQIA plus community. Yeah. Um, so I think that's that's cool. We'll have yeah. some some ideas to kick around, and right. how has that show held up? You know? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, what does it say? Right, because that one's been around a while. Yeah, yeah. And and things have written, changed. It was written when you know it's probably full of stereotypes right. about you know yeah. roles that yeah. gay people play and yeah. what you hide and what right. you can reveal to the family and you know, right. And that reminds it because it's like it, it's like you mentioned that that there's a lot of the uh, gay themed things, and actually someone is doing. Um, God, now I didn't write it down. Um, someone's doing Boys in the Band um, in spring. Yeah, it's out front. Okay. Yeah, so speaking of out front yeah. is doing. So we're connecting all the dots. Yeah, here. Boys in the Band that'll be uh, later in the spring of two of 2020, um, and yeah, that's. That play, you know, the original version is very, very dated, but, you know, they revised it for the, the revival that they did. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see yeah, how that's changed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think that was probably probably a little before our time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was really, really young then. <laughs> I don't think I was born then. <laughs> oh, good one. Yeah, I mean, there are other things I know that coming up that, that uh, actually, uh, speaking of Topher Payne, we were mentioning him. I know that Out of Box Theater is actually right about now doing um, uh, sort of a test run of one of his plays, a okay. new play called Entertaining Lesbians. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's it's running um, through the early part of August. Um, it's, okay. it's, they've got a new series called Beta Test, I believe, and it's sort of like plays in process kind of thing. Okay, that's um, awesome. So there's tons of those kind of things yeah. going on. Yeah, um, and when we're talking about the season having already opened, Aurora out in Gwinnett County and Lawrenceville yep. in a beautiful renovated space, and they're expanding and building a new theater. Now, um, they, they are starting their season tonight as we speak, and they're doing a, a Stephen Schwartz musical Children of Eden, which is based on the Old Testament, the book of Genesis. Right. It's yeah. one of his earlier, he's mm -hmm. the writer of Wicked. And, uh, and Godspell. And Godspell. <laughs> and he, he's been quoted as saying that, that Children of Eden is his favorite musical. It's never played Broadway. Right. They're doing, you can see it here in Gwinnett County. Yeah, it's interesting because I, I, it's like when I saw that they were doing that, I'm like, I don't re recall ever, ever having heard of that. And, of course, I know all the others. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, but yeah it's really interesting. Well, you should and, check it out. And that, yeah, that, he, that he's going back to the same source material as Godspell. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> so he's done that more than once. Yeah, and I'm really jumping ahead here, but I think listeners would like to know about Hamilton. Oh, yes. Technically, part of the season, it, it and it's 
it has a much longer run than I realized. The last mm-hmm. time they were here, it played for three weeks. Okay. This time, it's at the Fox Theater. It opens March 31st and runs the entire month. It runs through May 5th. So it's wow. five weeks this time. So everybody has a chance. And that's yeah. another show that just works on me. Yeah. Emotionally, you know, it really, from the start to finish, I get so caught up in it. Yeah. It's beautiful and moving in his story. And it echoes what's happening in the world right, right. now. A yeah. lot of these shows do. Yeah. Um, and that's why theater is great yeah you know yeah speaks to the you can um those classics speak to our, our time you know the, right. the good stuff will keep, keep our town laramie project right will keep speaking to us in different ways yeah and luckily they keep making new classics yeah that we'll <laughs> one day look back on and the and this with the same fondness that we do on on these others as well but i think the the genius of hamilton is that it's it's mostly a black cast mm-hmm. and you're talking about revolution you know yeah. rise up right and think about what's going on in the world right now in yeah. congress right now yeah, Not to get too political, <laughs> but that's there's it's a it's a subversive message, that, right? You know that that speaks to the world now, as it happened two hundred years ago, right? So that none of that is very original thinking on my part, but it's <laughs> you know. it's worth remembering that that art often reflects the times that that it's created in, and yeah. and even if it's based on something that happened in history, I mean, think of the Crucible. You know, it was That's the same right. sort of sort of thing where it was, you know, based long, long ago, yet it we was have. commenting on the McCarthyism. So yeah. speaking of season, that's what we've been talking about, the theater season that's upcoming. And, of course, uh, the AJC will always cover the season announcements for many of these local theaters. Uh, we'll have roundups to let you know what's coming up. Um, you know, Wendell and our other reviewers will review these shows. Uh, of course, not all of them. We, we can't get to everything, uh, but we do try to keep you up to date on the most important and the most interesting, um, the best or maybe even the worst uh, yeah, of what's out there. Right. Just, uh, you know, for your edification and as a consumer, whether you want to spend your money uh, going to some of these. Uh, but it's always great to support local theater because they're doing great things. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for being here. here. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. uh, um, And look for Wendell in the pages of the AJC, uh, on Twitter, and just all over the place. Let's see what's happening in and around Atlanta over the next 10 days. The Walking Dead might be filmed in Atlanta, but you don't usually see zombies walking the streets of our city. But on July 27th, you will. That's the day of the Atlanta Zombie Pub Crawl, which visits multiple pubs on a stretch of North Highland Avenue. There will be on-site zombie makeup artists, special guests, an Atlanta Zombie pinup contest, and more at the event. The apocalyptic fun begins at Diesel Filling Station at 870 North Highland and runs from 4 to 11 p.m. on July 27th. Tickets are $15 to $30, and you can get them in advance at atlantazombiecrawl.blogspot.com. The Jim Crow-era thriller, East Texas Hotlinks, is the latest production from True Colors Theater Company. Set in 1955 in the piney woods of East Texas, the story is set in a cafe that's one of the only public places where black locals can gather for comfort, solace, and companionship. 
In a place where the Ku Klux Klan is a powerful force, young black men have begun disappearing and turning up dead. The play is described as a riveting mystery and a compelling character study reminiscent of the Twilight Zone. Check out True Colors Theater Company's East Texas Hot Links at Atlanta's Southwest Arts Center at 915 New Hope Road. The show continues through August 11th, and tickets are $20 to $50. Find out more info on the show and get advanced tickets at truecolorstheater.org. One of the more unusual Broadway musical ideas in recent times is a marriage of a 16th century prose poem and the music of the Go-Go's. Head Over Heels concerns a mythical kingdom called Arcadia based on the Countess of Pembroke's Arcadia by Sir Philip Sidney. This musical romp marries songs such as We Got the Beat and Our Lips Are Sealed to the tale of the royal family's journey to save their kingdom, a peaceful place where the lives of the citizens are governed by something mysteriously referred to as the beat. When an oracle warns the ruling family that they may lose the beat, they embark on a journey to thwart the prophecy. The reviews for the show's Broadway run were mixed, some glowing, some less than enthusiastic. It closed in January after less than 200 regular performances. Now, Actors Express is taking on this unconventional musical, which continues through August 25th. Tickets for Head Over Heels are $20 to $40, and you'll find them at actors-express.com. The Fred, also known as the Frederick Brown Jr. Amphitheater in Peachtree City, will host the Lost 80s Live on Saturday, August 3rd. The show brings together some folks who made memorable songs in the 80s, though most of them made do with just one big hit. Both A Flock of Seagulls and Naked Eyes, for example, had several top 40 entries, but only one hit the top 10. A Flock of Seagulls with Iran and Naked Eyes with a cover of the 60s Chestnut, always something there to remind me. The Motels, though, managed two top 10 hits, Suddenly Last Summer and Only the Lonely. The Vapors had to make do with just turning Japanese, and Bow Wow Wow, despite the memory of I Want Candy, never even had one top 40 hit. Rounding out the lineup are Real Life, responsible for Send Me an Angel, Boys Don't Cry, who gave us I Want to Be a Cowboy, and Barrington and Man of When in Rome, a band whose The Promise barely missed the top 10 in 1988. Take a one-night trip back to the Lost 80s at 8 p.m. August 3rd at the Fred in Peachtree City. Tickets are $35 to $62, with six-seat tables available from $432 to $600. Find out more at amphitheater.org or at lost80slive.com. For more things to do in and around Atlanta, go to AJC.com. Our senior editor is Nicole Smith. Podcast edited by Bria Felicien. Music by Bo Emerson and Billy Guen. And I'm your host, Shane Harrison. Join us next week for more Access Atlanta.